Welcome to Follow Your Curiosity, where we explore the inner workings of the creative process. I'm your host, Nancy Norbeck. Hey there, welcome to another creative pep talk. I'm here today wanting to talk about flow. Specifically, I want to talk about flow states and how they're different from pressure states. One of the things that I've been thinking about a lot in the last several months is how much we tend to confuse one state of being with another and flow and pressure are a great example of that. Our culture is so pressure focused, so results oriented, so must be doing something all the time, whether that's good for us or not, spoiler, it's not, that we can think that pressure is flow, but they're not the same. Now, pressure pressure pressurizes right it seems kind of obvious but but pressure can energize us it can focus us and that's why it can feel like flow even when it isn't it's one of those things there's that I think it was a Samuel Johnson quote though I could be wrong about that you know like that the knowledge that you're about to die focuses the mind wonderfully I've probably butchered both the quote and misattributed it, but it's that focusing the mind wonderfully part that I want to talk about because that's what pressure does, right? If you have a big work deadline and you know that your livelihood rides on whether or not you meet that deadline, you are going to be massively, massively focused. You are going to be riding on adrenaline and you're you're not going to want to think about anything except meeting that deadline. What do I have to do? You probably will be crystal clear on all of those things because you suddenly have to be. For those of us in the ADHD and other forms of neurodivergent bandwagon, we can struggle with that a lot of the time and we sometimes need something to help us focus. Pressure isn't always it, especially if you're ADHD, that can make it even worse. But the fact is that that's why pressure can feel like flow. But flow is a different energy altogether. Flow is when things come together as if by magic. Now, again, you know, the Venn diagram here, some of these things that I'm describing can apply in either situation. But the fundamental difference is that flow is easy. Flow is like being on a raft in a river. You are literally going with the flow of that river. You don't have any control over where the river's going, how fast it's going, when you're going to get there. You may not even have any control over exactly where that river's going to take you. If the river branches, you might not know which branch you're going to end up in. But that's okay, because you're going with it. You are moving with that pace of that water. The water is guiding you and taking you along, because it can't be any other way. And and so there is this sense with flow of it's just happening. All I have to do is get out of the way and it's just happening. Pressure doesn't feel like that, 
right? If you imagine being in a state of pressure, your brain automatically starts moving more quickly. Your brain starts spinning. Everything suddenly seems frantic. Everything is an emergency. Oh my God, what are you going to do? You, you may not know. You may know, but you may not. And that may freak you out. And that may just ramp everything up even further. Which state do you think is more productive? Now, like I said, pressure has its uses. Sometimes it can come in super handy. But I'll give you an example from my own life. When I was in graduate school, I went to Goddard College for my MFA program. It was a completely self-directed program. And I had, I think it was five three-week periods in which to do my work. It was five or six. And it was up to me to get everything done in those three-week periods. And usually I had a certain number of pages that I had to write. I had a letter I had to write. I had a certain amount of critical work to write based on the number of books that I was reading at the same time. Usually it was about a book a week. And this was while I was also working a full-time job as a teacher. So you can imagine, it was a lot. And there were so many times during that three-week period any given three-week period, where I would look at where I was and look at what I still had to do and think, this is never, ever going to happen. Somehow it always did. I never knew how it was going to happen. I never knew exactly what I was going to end up with. I was never entirely sure that I was not going to end up frantically you know, typing like a mad woman at the end of that three-week period, or even, horror of horrors, sending my work off late. But I had promised myself that I would not ever send my work off late. And this is also how I discovered the power of deadlines, which is another subject for another day. Now, you could argue that there was some pressure in here because the deadline was looming. But what I want to tell you is, I always got to the end of those packets, and I would look at it, and I'd look at everything that was done, And I would think, I have no idea how I did this. It wasn't frantic. It wasn't chaotic. It it was not that mad rush of freaking out and not being able to sleep because, oh my God, I'm going to have to send a packet in late and I promised myself I would never do this and it's going to be the end of the world. It was not like that. It was one step at a time. And somehow... Honestly, as I'm thinking about this, I kind of wish I could get get this exact state back because it was great. Somehow it all just happened. I just kept putting one foot in front of the other and I got there. It It was a slower kind of flow state. I've certainly experienced the faster kind. I may have told the story before on the podcast about for that same program, sitting down and writing 10 pages of my novel one morning, one summer, in about an hour. I don't know how I did it. And again, that sounds like it should be a pressure thing, but it wasn't. It just was coming and I was getting the hell out of its way. You know, sort of like seeing a freight train on the horizon. You know, you do not want to be in its path. Just let it do what it's going to do with you out of the way. And that's really a key difference between flow and pressure too. With pressure, you are in the way, you are in the process because your worry and your terror and you know whatever other emotions come up for you with pressure are part of the picture. They may even be running the show, but flow's not like that. Flow is just, whoa, I don't know what's going on right now, but I'm letting it do its thing. Which is why flow feels magical. And flow can be magical because the things that we produce in a flow state tend to be 
so much beyond what we could force ourselves to do in a pressure state, which is why I'm saying, which one's more productive? Well, in sheer numbers, pressure can be really productive, but what's the quality of the work like? And there are no guarantees with either. My whole point here is to say, let's not conflate the two because they're not the same. Let's not confuse them. Let's recognize flow as the amazing state. I want to say state of grace because I feel like that's what it is. It's, it's not an earned thing. It doesn't come, it kind of comes out of nowhere. I think if you're really good at it, you can learn to enter a flow state. But pressure is, you know, pressure is stress. Flow is not stress. Flow is relaxing back on that raft in the river and just saying, I don't know exactly what's going on right now. Don't know exactly where I'm going, but I'm going somewhere and I can't wait to see where I end up. So I invite you in the next few weeks, especially as we enter the holiday rush, because flow applies to everything. Flow applies to your holiday shopping and your holiday meal prep and everything else, just as much as it applies to your creative work. Think about flow. Think about letting yourself be swept along with the energy that's already inside you, as opposed to feeling like you have to put your brain and your soul in a vice to force a result. Give it a try. See what happens. I think you will be pleasantly surprised at the result. And as always, I would love to hear your thoughts about this idea. You can contact me through my website. You can leave me a comment on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, even YouTube. And, you know, I'd love to hear from you and have a conversation. So with that, I will talk to you next time. You can find show notes, the six creative beliefs that are screwing you up, and more at fycuriosity.com. I'd also love for you to join the conversation on Instagram. You'll find me at fycuriosity. Follow Your Curiosity is produced by me, Nancy Norbeck, with music by Joseph McDade. If you like Follow Your Curiosity, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends. It really helps me reach new listeners. See you next time.